Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The doctor is in. Is that dynamic impacting your decision? And things are getting better. No phones in the house for one week. We have a landline. Okay, boomer. For the last time, I am not a boomer. I am Generation X. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, February 28th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Actors honored their own last night at the Screen Actors Guild Awards, where Apple TV Plus's Best Picture nominated Coda earned the biggest award of the night. Star Marley Matlin, the only deaf actress in history to have won an Oscar, praised SAG for validating the work of deaf performers in her emotional acceptance speech as spoken through an ASL interpreter. Jessica Chastain and Will Smith both received huge boosts to their respective Oscar campaigns with lead victories at the SAG Awards for their performances in The Eyes of Tammy Faye and King Richard, with West Side Story's Ariana DeBose taking home the Supporting Actress trophy. Though the power of the dog's Cody Smith-McPhee was expected to take the solo Supporting Actor win, Coda's Troy Kotzer instead pulled off a category upset to become the first deaf actor to win an individual SAG award. On the TV side, Squid Game earned three wins, including two solo victories for stars Lee Jung-jae and Ho Young-jung, while Netflix's Korean action thriller series Stunt Ensemble was also honored. The casts of HBO's Succession and Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso triumphed in their respective dramatic and comedic categories, while Hacks star Gene Smart, Mayor of Easttown's Kate Winslet, Dope Sick star Michael Keaton, and Ted Lasso leading man Jason Sudeikis were among the notable individual TV winners. Check out EW.com for that full list of winners and for lots of highlights, including why Keaton took so long to get to the stage to accept his honor, Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino's Romy and Michelle reunion, Will Smith's tearful speech, and much more. And Steven Spielberg is ready to take on another Steve. McQueen, the director who is Oscar-nominated this year for West Side Story, is developing a new film centered on the character Frank Bullitt, as originated by Steve McQueen in 1968's Bullitt. This is not a remake, however, but rather an entirely new story built around the Bullitt character. The film is still in development, with no deals done as of yet. Amblin Entertainment says it will definitely not be Spielberg's next film, as he's currently in post-production on The Fablemans, a semi-autobiographical project loosely based on his childhood growing up in Arizona. For more on all of those stories, plus other news reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now, we are paging today's number three pick, The Good Doctor, which returns tonight to pick up the pieces after Sean called off his wedding to Leah in the mid-season finale. 
Now he's forced to grapple with the mistakes Leah made and confront her about their relationship to determine what he really means to her. Here's a clip from the episode. I was surprised you were gone when I woke up. I hoped we could have talked before work. I don't want to talk. You said you didn't want to marry me. You can't drop a bomb like that and expect me to just accept it. I know you're hurting and and I want to be there for you. I don't need your help. Sean, stop it, please. You made a mistake. But that can't just erase everything we've been through. You can't have totally changed how you feel about me over just one incident. wasn't just one, it was three. You lied about your trip to Montana, falsified my performance rating, and refused to make things right by correcting my scores or telling Salen what you'd done. I can't marry you. And if that's not dramatic enough, Tonight's episode also sees Lim set out to take down Salen, hoping to expose her cover-up of an infant's death at the hospital by recruiting a group to stand up to her. It's going to be quite a ride. Tune in to ABC at 10 p.m. to see how it all goes down. Trivia. It's trivia time. The Good Doctor features a subtle homage to which of star Freddie Highmore's earlier roles? Charlie Brenner from the movie Almost Friends, Charlie Bucket from the movie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or Norman Bates from the TV series Bates Motel. Stick around for the answer. Number two. All right, let's dial up our number two pick, 911 Lone Star. Last week's episode ended with TK getting the news that his mom, Gwen, had died. And this week, the show picks up with Owen and TK heading to New York for the funeral. But they don't exactly have a smooth flight ahead. We'll let star Rob Lowe explain. TK and I are dealing with that sort of emotional story and trying to figure out how to get to her funeral. And on the flight to the funeral, um, there's massive, massive malfunction on the airplane. And uh, it it turns into a a mid-air drama. Well, that is some classic 911 for you. But the beginning of this episode will be something strikingly different. We learn how Gwen died via the 911 call. Have a listen. 911, what's your emergency? You gotta send somebody. This lady, she's hurt real bad. All right, sir, I'm gonna get help to you. Can you please tell me where you are? Oh my God, there's so much blood. Lady, please, wake up. Sir, I need you to stay calm and tell me where you are, please. Uh, Broadway south of 114th Street in the bike lane. Was she riding a bike? No, I was. I was making delivery and I, I, I... Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Okay, paramedics are on their way, sir. Can you please tell me your name? Liam. Liam Benson. Liam, did you hit her with your bike? Yeah, I looked up just, just for a second and I... She just stepped into the street. Did you see what part of her body that you hit? No, but... I heard her head hit the ground real hard. You were asking her to wake up. Is she unconscious? Yeah, lady. Can you hear me? She still ain't responding. How how long till you guys get here? They're three minutes out. Can you tell me if she's breathing, sir? I don't think so. I can't tell. How about her chest? Is it rising and falling? No, I, I can't feel her breath on my hand, neither. She's not moving. Okay. Paramedics are en route. You 
said she was bleeding. Can you tell me where the blood is coming from? <laughs> she hit her head on the curb. It's, it's in her hair. It's everywhere. Okay, I need you to just take a deep breath. <sighs> I need you to check her pulse. Do you know how to do that? How? Two fingers gently on the side of the neck for me. Try not to move her head. Tell me if you feel anything. Okay, I'm doing it. Come on. Come on, please. <laughs> no, there's nothing. She, she's gone. Oh, my God. She's dead. Well, E.W. also spoke with showrunner Tim Minear, who reveals why he explains her death this way. It was an experiment on my part, something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, uh, where I really felt like, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of true crime podcasts. And on some of those, like there's one called Sword and Scale. And he uses a lot of, he uses a lot of audio and a lot of 911 calls. And it's just incredibly compelling to just hear this stuff. And uh, it interested me to just hear the call and never see anything except the text on the screen. And I wanted it to almost feel like it was going on almost too long. Like you can't quite believe that the first two minutes of this network show is just sound and text scrolling. So I did that. Uh, But you get to, so you get to hear, um, you get to hear what happened. And it's very, it's very urgent and it's very present. And um, that's the first thing that you'll uh, experience when you come into this episode. From there, the episode becomes two different stories, one following the flight to the funeral and the other flashing back to a flight years before when Gwen helped TK get into rehab. It all builds to a goodbye to Gwen. You can see how it plays out on 911 Lone Star tonight at 8 on Fox. And you can stay tuned after 911 Lone Star to catch a new episode of The Cleaning Lady tonight at 9. Or maybe, perhaps, you could also watch one of the shows. It stars Elodie Young and Martha Millen and executive producers Miranda Kwok and Melissa Carter recommended when we recently asked them, what you watching? Let's kick off with Elodie. What are you watching right now? Right now, I am watching season three of Succession. Amazing. Uh, Melissa, what about you? I just finished season three of Succession and loved it. So I just started watching. uh, My mom just broke her arm, so she's staying with us. So we're watching Only Murders in the Building. It's very entertaining. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Martha, what about you? I actually started watching The Gilded Age on um, HBO. How is it? How is it? (laughs) It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's such a, you know, it's it's the extreme opposite to what our show is. So it's like... yeah, it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> it's cool. Um, okay. Well, then, and then Miranda, what about you? What are you watching? I just started watching the new season of Ozark, which is awesome. Ozark and Breaking Bad were definitely some of the inspirations for doing The Cleaning Lady. So excited a new season is out. Aren't we all? You can find Ozark streaming on Netflix, of course, and you can stream Only Murders in the Building on Hulu and Succession and The Gilded Age on HBO Max. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, the series finale of the Korean War comedy MASH aired on CBS 39 years ago today on February 28, 1983. The two-and-a-half-hour finale, titled Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen, takes place in the last days of the war as the show's characters say their, well, goodbyes and farewells to each other, bringing the show to a close after 11 seasons. The episode garnered a record 125 million American viewers and remained the most watched TV broadcast in American history for nearly 30 years until Super Bowl 44 surpassed it in 2010. Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen still stands as the most watched finale of any series and indeed the most watched single episode of TV in history. And now, you better believe our number one pick is the season premiere of Better Things. The heartfelt FX comedy is kicking off its fifth and final season the way it always does, by highlighting the small things in life that make it fun, sad, or exciting to live even all at once. Pamela Adlon, who is the show's creator, writer, and director, also stars as Sam Fox, a mother to three daughters whom she cares about more than anything. In this new season, Sam is dealing with the everyday questions and concerns of middle age, as well as how to deal with her impending status as an empty nester. Her career in Hollywood is occasionally fulfilling, but she really thrives when she's around her friends and people who love her. Here is a preview. Mom, are you really out of breath? You look ridiculous. You need to get in shape. I mean, imagine if you did this every single day, you might actually have a chance of living past 60. Yes. Ooh. There is a house with a garden. All of those boxes, throw it away. It's been in a box so many years, it becomes a box. So much pain grew through me. Remember when you were interested in saving the earth? No phones in the house for one week. We have a landline. Okay, boomer. For the last time, I am not a boomer. I am Generation X. When it was ripe, I would you were directing now. I was, but now I'm back to doing whatever this is. Please get me off of this movie. I need to move forwards. My speech, Norma Ray. Yes! Don't ever, ever give up. The first problem for all of us is not to learn, but to unlearn. These are your roots. Seeing all of those lives made me feel connected to the past and the future. Ah! <laughs> this just happens lately. So if I lay down and let the roots grow I didn't think that I would be feeling all these feelings. Whatever was special about me is gone. Not gone, just changing. Well, EW's Kristen Baldwin said when reviewing the show that, quote, on better things, events don't so much happen as they unfurl at their own pace in front of our eyes. And she gave her stamp of approval with an A grade. Better Things final season kicks off tonight with a special two-episode premiere at 10 o'clock on FX and streaming on Hulu. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. The Good Doctor features a subtle homage to which of star Freddie Highmore's earlier roles? 
Charlie Brenner from the movie Almost Friends, Charlie Bucket from the movie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or Norman Bates from the TV series Bates Motel? This question was, not gonna lie, a bit of a mother. The answer is Norman Bates. The donor wall of the Good Doctor's San Jose St. Bonaventure Hospital features a placard that reads, The Bates Family. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.